Welcome to Rhythm, a podcast on being in balance through conversations with the Swami. Namaste Rhythm listeners. My name is Sunil. I'm with Swami Tadananda from the Ramakrishna Vedanta Center of Auckland, New Zealand. How are you Swamiji? I'm good Sunil. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Good, thanks. In the last episode, we talked about the benefits of meditation, specifically talked about the three benefits, concentration of the mind, development of willpower, and the power of discrimination. And then we left that episode uh, with a question of what to do outside of meditation. Shall we carry on from there? I think so. We should be ready for that because what happens during the hour of meditation is affected by what happens outside there of meditation. So basically how we should live our life, uh, discharge our duties and responsibilities so that they are all conducive and enhance our meditation, not countermine that. And so for that, as I mentioned very briefly at the end of the last episode, Meditation as taught by Maharishi Patanjali is called Astanga Yoga, eight-limbed yoga. First two steps are Yama and Niyama, the don'ts and the do's. These are the moral and the ethical disciplines. No one has really made very high spiritual progress without paying heed to this. In our early life, people might not may pay much more attention to this. They think these are just, you know, things that are there. We can skip over them. And then they wonder why nothing is happening. That is a foundation. If you build your house on a weak foundation, after some time it becomes wobbly, begins to tilt. You need a very rock-solid foundation. And then these disciplines form the, the foundation. So what are they? The first are five don'ts. From Yama? Yeah. Yama. Ahimsa, non-violence. Satya, truthfulness or not telling lies. Ahimsa, satya, asteya, non-stealing. Not taking anything that does not really belong to you or you have earned it. Ahimsa, satya, asteya, brahmacharya. Practice of control of the senses. Aparigraha, not receiving gifts. You might say, oh, wow, well, you know, we are getting so many gifts, Christmas and here and there, should I not receive gifts? But you have to be very careful whom you receive it from. Right. Okay, and if you can reduce that, it's better. And so let me explain to this. Ahimsa means non-violence. Non-violence in thoughts, words and deeds. It's not only just physically not hitting somebody. Uh, indeed, you might hit in word, you can say something to somebody that could cause more pain than the physical part of it. Mm. If you're a very sensitive person, you know, in small things, they, they hurt you. Yes. And, you can, and every time you remember it after five years, it still hurts you at that time, see? And thoughts... They carry it with them. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is because you have the sensitivity. Yes. Others who are not sensitive doesn't make any difference, you know, yes. the first time. And in thoughts... So that, see, that alertness and sensitivity has to be there. Just to think of something that, of harming somebody, 
is itself leaving an impression in your own mind. Maybe no harm came to that person because it did not materialize. But the fact that we thought in that way is now leaving an impression in your mind. That is more damaging to the thinker than forget about the person you're thinking about. You see? And so how do you counteract it? In all of these things, when a tendency comes to do something which is not prescribed and recommended, then you do what is called Pratipaksha Bhavana. Bring in an opposite idea to counteract it. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, you say there's a tendency that you may get angry and you want to hit somebody or something like that. Mm -hmm. Then you bring the opposite idea. And what's that idea? That while we and people around are apparently different, different beings physically and intellectually, you know, personality-wise, but they're all waves out of the same ocean. Yes. And when you bring that idea of that oneness behind the many, Mm -hmm. then that person is not really so disconnected here. It's the same substance appearing in another form. At the end of the day, we are all connected and interconnected. Mm -hmm. And the welfare of another is going to be affecting us and vice versa. If everyone around is happy and good, I will also be happy and good. See, if everyone around is disturbed, then it will affect me also. So that idea of oneness, the spiritual oneness behind the whole universe, which is the Vedanta Advaita idea. idea. When you bring in that idea, then automatically you will see that anger will go out. Hey, that's harming myself only in that particular form. That person is not really somebody else. It's just another being out of the same ocean. So I harm myself in that way. If I want to be like the ocean, Yes. Then I'm self-harming mm. in a, another way type of thing. Mm. So when that idea comes in, immediately a restraint will come from within. Hey, I should not do that. Because you understand it is counterproductive to me. Right. Yes. Okay. You, your own self-interest is not served in that way. So ahimsa is there. Yes. Satya. Satya is truthfulness. Mm. Not telling lies. Not only verbal type type of things. That means Sri Ramakrishna would say, Man, muk, ekkara. Whatever is in your mind and whatever you speak, there has to be harmony in that. Rhythm, balance. Okay. There should not be uh, any hypocrisy, a disconnect where you feel something in your own heart and you say something else. Because it's not politically correct or you might say something that might be, people might not like, even though it's true. Yes. Okay. But you are trying to just please everyone and telling a lie mm-hmm. becomes a means to do that. See? Yes. What if people, what if it's a white lie, you know, people are saying things so it doesn't hurt others. White lie is a lie, black or white. Okay. So just to give you an idea how delicate and important it is, because in all spiritual traditions, truthfulness is one of the disciplines whether Hindu, Muslim, Christian okay yes if you are not honest with yourself you will not be honest with anything in life mm. life becomes fake yeah constantly mm. and and that becomes a reality for many people and at some point they are not able to even discriminate the truth from the lie that they have told many times and then are convinced that the the falsehood is true is yeah and you have all this fake news and you have all these people who have just become like that they can't discern the difference. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just to give you a, a taste of 
feel of how important it is so this is an incident in the life of swami brahmananda who was the spiritual child of shri ramakrishna one of the great swamis the first president of the ramakrishna mission when he was a little boy he used to come to shri ramakrishna and spend time around there shri ramakrishna looked upon him as his son only spiritual son so one day shri ramakrishna woke up in the morning and looked at him and said hey what did you do i see there's a cloud of darkness covering your mind you done something wrong and the boy scratched his head and said trying to think what and he didn't do any harm to anyone any any type of something serious like that then shri ramakrishna asked him did you tell a lie to anyone so he thinks hard and says not really but only yesterday while i was telling a, something to my friends in a joke like many people do i there was somebody like this you just make it up you know mm. and he say hey, it's an innocent harmless white lie type of yes. thing you know and shri ramakrishna said oh no no you should not even do that never do this now if he had a spiritual teacher like that who could see the effect of somebody saying telling a white lie on the mind of that person yes. that it casts a cloud of ignorance and hides that inner light which is the light of the atman mm. the light of bliss and knowledge and things which is shining there mm. it has covered that a simple white you know lie. white harmless lie according yeah. to the boy also forgot mm. but he didn't have the perception and description to notice the effect himself a spiritual teacher like that could pick, pick it up, up mm. and point it and guide him not yes. to do that then you say ask yourself in our everyday life in lives of people when they are not aware of this type of don't have that type of deep understanding and alertness sensitivity how many lies people tell casually throughout the day how many times they deliberately tell it how many more they tell to defend it and all that and what's the impact of all those things layer after layer after layer of ignorance is being cast on that light which is that and then in the darkness we make a mistake we fumble we stumble we fall we know those things are there so you see how harmful it is to tell a lie mm. all right and therefore when we have the deep understanding that itself will become a check and balance you say hey, i might tell a lie i might get something material you know social whatever is there but at the end of the day at the cost of my own soul my own spiritual development and get some in the, fame yeah and you say in my hour of meditation i'm trying very hard to discover <laughs> the atman <laughs> and then the day i have said all this done all these things and just undone all the good effect there mm. that's why this type of deep clarity understanding is necessary and then one is vigilant otherwise you take one step towards east and take five steps towards the west and you say why i'm not making any progress type yeah. of thing all right so there's a second one yeah first is non violence non harming any ahimsa mm-hmm. satya astya non stealing not taking anything that you did don't own that doesn't belong to you or you did not deserve it could be something like okay you go to work and your boss pays you for 40 hours of work yeah and if you say hey i did not really do my 40 hours of work or sincerely yes. okay i dodged here i took some time here and this and that but when the pay time came i want my 40 hours yeah okay well anything that you did not deserve in your receiving 
gets classified in that category also. Right. So when you think very sincerely, then that alertness is there, that, you know, vigilant and watchful. All right. Ahimsa, Satya, Asteya, Brahmacharya. Normally, in a limited sense, it means chastity. Okay. Practice of control of the sexual energy. Yeah. In a broader sense, control of all the senses. Right. Okay. And why why is that big fuss made about that? You know? So we said in the last episode we talked about that the body and the mind is only a channel through which there's a flow of energy. Yes. And that energy starts the depth of our being, flows through the Icha and Jnana and Kriya and all that. And any sense activity, physical activity, is a source of dissipation of energy. Yes. Okay. So we might, when you have excessive enjoyment also, you feel tired after. Yes. All right. And when you constantly dissipate this energy, then there's not much left for you to to, to do anything higher with that. Higher, yeah. Okay. okay. So the outward flow of energy through the senses is to be curtailed. Minimized, reduced as much as possible, and that bundle of energy is there, then is to be sublimated. Mm. Just holding that much there is not point, it has to be transformed into something. Let me give an example the river is flowing down the mountain, Mm -hmm. all the water eventually goes into the ocean, nothing much happens out of it. But you build a dam, Mm -hmm. okay? Building a dam and holding the dam, having all the strength Mm -hmm. to restrain the pressure that is being built, it's not easy. Okay, and that's where this tapasya comes, sadhana yeah. comes. Okay, but once the water has been built up, that's also just so much potential water, energy. It requires some technology like a turbine or something, hydro, that will convert that energy into electrical energy. Yes. Okay, so that's where the sadhana part comes. Right. Japan meditation actually harnesses and transforms, we call it sublimates that energy into a, another form of higher energy, and that is called ojas. That energy then rises along the spinal cord, okay, and goes and gets stored in the brain, okay. And the more of that energy a person has, that's where that magnetic personality of that person comes, right? Okay, right. and so as a person, that's, that's the sharpening of the buddhi would happen, would help with the, the no, this is the powerhouse, the energy, mm-hmm. you know. So that's like how much energy, how much area you light up around you. It's this little bit small bulb, then you just see in a small space. Mm-hmm. You've got a powerful light, then you can illumine a huge area around yeah. it. But where is that energy coming yeah, from? Okay. So, so battery, essentially be, the energy for the battery. Yes, yeah. how you charge that. Yeah. So that energy, if you don't control it, dissipate it out, we become an old drained old man. Yeah. But you harness it, sublimate it, channelize it, that becomes a huge, powerful force. And actually, all those people in the world who had really some serious influence and left a mark, who inspired people, or their will was so strong that many followed the leaders in any field, had something, a little bit more of that energy. And those who are the real world movers, you know, whose influence goes beyond, long beyond the physical form has disappeared, the Buddhas and the Christs, they actually had that particular energy. They harnessed that. And the more a person has that, the better. Actually, that is what is really making, what makes really 
things happen. So if at work in your office, you've got a CEO, okay, he's a meditator, he's an upright person, he, he knows the science of this and and he has more of that. He will be more successful. People will listen to him just charmed by that force around him. There's no argument or no differences. You know, he'll align the thoughts and ideas to his thinking and people will follow without any issue. But if you don't have that, well, then everyone has got his own idea, will knock you around like a billiard ball type of thing. So the secret even for leadership is there. That comes to Brahmacharya. Right. Aparigraha, non-receiving of gifts, non-holding up of things. What you don't need, you should not have. And also it means you have to be careful, careful about what you receive from whom. The character of the person from whom you receive influence right. affects the substance he gives to you and right. what you receive and consume will receive that subtle energy of that particular person so a wicked person if he gives you something you might say he's a gift or something or he has some food and all that mm-hmm. he's not just giving that apple to eat mm-hmm. along with that all comes loaded energy so much so. energy and that energy will work in your mind mm-hmm. okay and that's why in spiritual life uh, those who are very, very sensitive about it are very, very careful what to receive from whom. Yes. Okay. So when you understand this whole perspective of looking at things as an energy, the body is energy, materialized energy. Mind is thoughts and ideas, emotions, that is energy. And deep inside is it. And we are, everyone is a bundle of energy. We are radiating that energy outside in terms of thoughts, ideas and things. And we are also trans- receiving it also. We are all receivers and transmitters of that energy. Ideas, thoughts, whether we write a book, give a talk, sing a song, do some acting. Some expression is there and some people who are powerful will influence more. Mm -hmm. Those who are weaker will get influenced by others more. And so what is your situation? You know, if you're influenced, that means you're being controlled by others. And the more powerful you are, then you are insulated from the others, negative, and you are doing something good for others also. So yes. try to now conceptualize a human being, not as only a physical person, mostly as a mind at least, mm. a bundle of ideas, thoughts, and that has got a particular characteristic, yes. a particular spin, a yes. particular energy, amplitude, and how much influence is passing around. Mm. And on the other side, and deeper than that is this, Pure energy that is the Atman soul. Would you say, you know, we talked about it in the last episode, we talked about um, the whirlpools of energy, positive and negative energies. Mm. Would you say, because every person has this, lots of positive and lots of negative, you know, different different levels for different people, would you say the sum total of that, if someone's got higher, lots of positive and some negative, then the net number is slightly still positive? Yeah. That's called the character of the person, the the nature of the person, the swabhava of the person, the natural disposition of the person. So when we read Swami Vivekananda's Karma Yoga, it's a beautiful book people should read. And he talks about karma, action. Action doesn't mean the physical action, thoughts, words and deeds. They all leave an impression. Mm -hmm. These are called samskaras. That means they tweak and create a little eddy current in the mind. And they all will sort of add up. Okay, all the positives will add up in and all the negatives will also end up. And the net result, you say, if it's good, then you say, hey, that's a good person. 
Right. You know, and that person's natural behavior will be like that, predictable. He's always yes. kind. He's always honest. He's always good. Yes. Because he has been seeing that behavior pattern through yes. all the time. Yes. And that's his nature. Mm. But it did not happen overnight because he was doing like that for this long time. It has right. become his nature. That's his character. Nature yeah. is character. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so how he's always yeah. going to behave. So Swami Vivekananda says, character is formed through repeated habits. You keep on doing something again and again and again. Naturally, it becomes something very natural for you. Yes. And he says, repeated habits can reform character. Okay. So someone's, let's say, a bad character. Yeah. So up to now, up to you know him. And then, but he's now started doing things in a very yeah. yamai nema all those type things. of things. He started doing it very yeah. disciplined. It's moving in the right direction. He's moving in the right. So a lot of positive whirlpools have yeah. been created. Yeah. It might not be immediately uh, strong enough to overpower all the negative ones. So you yes. should not expect something overnight. But no. yes, give yourself that time, the severe. At some point, the balance will tilt in the other direction. Mm. This is very, very powerful to understand as parents and teachers because you see, sometimes we have these behavior patterns that we will see around children. Yes. And we just head on to that. If mm. you do this, then, you know, time up mm. or some punishment or this and that, you're not really helping that person. No. Okay. He's just now blocked for the time being. Yeah. Or a, a criminal. He's just locked up in the prison for some long, so long. Yes. When he comes back, his the mind hasn't changed. Yes, but he's he might be influenced by all that negative energy around him mm-hmm. there because of the bundle of criminals there now. Yes. See, unless he's locked up and you, you do this a conscious effort to change. Conscious effort to change the mind. mind yeah. Then only all we the, are trying to help that positive, person. Yes, uh, energy. Yes, has to be. And therefore, while he's there in that controlled environment if he's given this information knowledge but not only that he's it becomes in action like okay teach him basic meditation what else is doing locked up in there <laughs> okay until okay. he discovers something happening but after three five years he'll come a changed man something will but something positive happened now, if you don't do that then just you know you're postponing another incident and putting yeah. him back again there but that's prisoners. Mm. Children also you find. Little little things are there. If you do not know parenting properly in that sense, then we just this those they keep on doing some things and then they become a habit and before some time they don't listen to you, they become teenagers and then they carry on in the life. You see. Other times parents unknowingly might promote wrong habits by wrong, you know, undesirable examples they set or things they give to them to use. So it's a very, very important topic to understand how character is formed, how character is reformed, how thoughts, words and deeds influence what we are. As we, uh, what we sow, so we become. Mm. And eventually it comes back to us. Okay. Boomerang. So we talked about the uh, Yama. Yama. So that's, yeah. that's all uh, the five. The five aspects. Yeah. So basically yama. these are the uh, don'ts and the reason they try to prevent the outflow of the energy in the negative direction right. in the external world. Okay, so you're arresting that energy. All right. And the other next five is called eh, Niyama, the do's. The do's. Okay. okay. Because you just don't want to insulate and block it. You want to... So it's um, five and five, is it? Five and five. So yeah. it's ten. Yeah. So it's very similar to the ten commandments. Ten commandments. So Satya, Astya, yeah. eh, eh. Brahmacharya, uh, Swadhyaya, Brahmacharya... Uh, uh, no, it's called Saucha Santosha Tapaswadhyaya Ishwar, Ishwar Pranidhana. Right. Uh, Saucha is purity, Santosha is contentment, 
ಶೌಚ ಸಂತೋಷ ತಪ ಆಸ್ಟೆರಿಟಿ ಫಾಯ ಹೀಲ್ಡ್ ತಪ ತಾಪ್ ಸ್ವಾಧ್ಯಾಯ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ನೋಟ್ ಬುಕ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿಂಗ್ ಯುವರ್ ಓನ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಓನ್ ಸೆಲ್ ಈಶ್ವರ ಪ್ರಣಿಧಾನ ಯು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಬಿಹೈಂಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಸೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ಪವರ್ ಬಿಹೈಂಡ್ ದ ವೈವ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಓಷನ್ ದ ಓಷನ್ ಶುಡ್ ಲರ್ನ್ ಟು ಲಿವ್ ಇನ್ ದಟ್ ಅಪ್ರೋಪ್ರಿಯೇಟ್ ರಿಲೇಷನ್ಶಿಪ್ ದಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಅ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ and it is controlled it it doesn't exist by itself type of thing right. so the jivatma has got a source parmatma and that how to be a good instrument and a good conduit of that beautiful positive energy that's behind there to to let us flow and that's why i read that need a pure mind so that that pure energy flows unadulterated we can take that up in another episode excellent All right so amiji thank you for your time that was welcome it was very good today we learned about um yama and in the next episode we'll learn about niyama thank you thank you thank you for listening being in balance rhythm for more information please visit www.vedanta.nz.com